0: So you can be notified anytime we upload new videos.
1: What Liz was saying is if God is leading us, we have to make sure that just because we see a flight about to take off, we need to check in with God to make sure is that where he wants us to go. Right. Amen. (laughs) Because like, you know, like you, I think we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago that, um, you know, Saul was ready to go without God, and uh, but on the other hand, um, David wasn't going if God wasn't going with him
0: and not only that, the luggage are responsibilities, and it might be that by not picking up my responsibilities, I lost my way. Really? Yes. I want, you understand, I want, I, I, I took my responsibilities nonchalantly. You know, I just assumed that even if I, even, you know, I mean, think about it. That was so irresponsible to say, even if the luggage doesn't, I don't want to miss the flight. I better get on the plane. Even if my luggage doesn't come, they'll work out some way to deliver my luggage to to where I'm going to. And then I end up getting on the wrong flights, you know, so so there's some there's there's probably some message there that mm-hmm. you know you're okay you're actually right that you know it's going basically going without God making a decision to go in a direction without you know being sure that that's what God wants for your life.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, because look at Moses wandered in the wilderness mm-hmm. forty years with his responsibilities. And what was, how long was the journey that he, how long did it take him originally to make that journey that took him 40 years with all of his uh, entourage, entourage?
0: Yeah, when he did it on his own, it was 40 days. But when he did it with them, it was 40 years. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, that's something. So anyway, does anybody else, did anybody else have a dream or something you want us to talk about or a word? I enjoyed
2: yours. <laughs> well.
3: I, I think I think that, too, I enjoyed the word from last week. And I was talking to Kay a little bit about the state, you know, when you were saying we need to step out and bring that spirit out. And, yeah. you know, things that we can just do, like, you know, he's telling Kate. um, just at the market, I saw this mom really having problems with this little boy. And I'm a master teacher, but, you know, I haven't taught for a while. But I said to the little boy, you know, um, I really want to thank you for, you know, helping out your mom at the store. That's such, such like, you know, I mean, I taught kindergarten, so I just kind of said, you know, you're like a hero or something. And he's just so happy. And he just calmed down and started helping his mother. Yes. And I could have said, Lady, can't you control that child <laughs> bothering everybody? But you know, that's something that Kay, Kay and I talked about is when you get that impulse to just say, you know, what's wrong with you to pray about it and listen and do something different that makes a change, you know? Yes. But that was some, and I've really tried to apply that all week and you know um just spend that extra second or you know extra smile at somebody or something and I, it it's made my life feel better
0: absolutely absolutely it, it's um there's there's a there's a fountain within us and it gets bigger the more we give do you understand in other words the, the, the gift of God is something that you get more of as you give to other people. So as you, you know, one thing is people we we have this sense of wanting to be good. Like you will hear all these people say, you know, share love, share kindness, share peace, but they never talk about share Christ. Mm. You see. And so you want to make certain you don't fall into that trap where. You're sharing. Now, little children, of course, they don't really know Christ. So you have to share the kindness. You have to share love. But still at that age, they need to know about Christ. Do you understand? So you, it's wisdom to begin with, quote, sharing kindness, sharing love, sharing peace. You know, you ever heard people say want to pray for peace in the world? I mean, that's a ridiculous prayer. You know, I know right now everybody's like, what? it's the most ridiculous prayer you could ever pray is praying for peace in the world. Why is that? So you were sent by God to some people and some place in this world. So the only person God sent to the world is Jesus Christ. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen.
0: Paul said, God sent him to the Gentiles as he sent Peter to the Jews so right there, you can see a borderline, okay? And Paul was always conf- always in constant conflict with the Jews, the Christian Jews, that is. So, But to the main point, the main point is, if I think from last week's message was, we want to share Christ with people. Now, God will lead us in the way we want to. Like the way you spoke to that young kid and he perked up, next time you see him, he's more open to hear about Christ from you. So sometimes the first time you meet people, you don't just go say, I want to share Christ with you. Mm -hmm. You might just quote, let your light shine. And they say, well, this person is different. And then now they want to find out what makes you different. And that's when you share Christ with them. Do you understand? Amen. So so, so all all of us should always hold one important thing. What makes us different? Is the Christ have you ever noticed if you walk into Starbucks holding an encyclopedia nobody stops and looks at you but if you walk into the same Starbucks holding a Bible you seem noticeable by everybody <laughs> <laughs> because the Bible is like an indictment okay it's like just subconsciously we see that bible uh, you know and we just look at it and we go oh my god that's that book that's that indictment again you know so we as christians are very apologetic for the bible and for the word of god so we quote it in everything but what it calls itself the word of god the christ we quote it in love in kindness in peace, you know, one peace in the world and so on. There can be no peace in the world because the peace is a person. Amen?
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Peace is not a condition. If if, if there was peace, there'll be no activity. There'll be no movement. There'll be no growth. Even this universe, we're told, is expanding. Expanding to what? So obviously that... If something is moving, is it at peace? No, it's not. There's only one being that is the same yesterday, today, and what? Forever. That's peace. Okay? Non-changing. So there can be no peace outside of Christ. Christ is the peace. Because he's at absolute rest. Remember the Bible says and God rested. Do you recall that scripture? Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Yes. And when Jesus got into trouble with the Jews, he got into trouble with the Jews because he claimed that God was still working. Do you remember that? Okay, the book of John.
3: No.
0: In the book of John, because they felt God had finished his work and he was rested, because they didn't understand what rest meant. It meant peace. Okay? Okay. Okay. That's why we read, I think, a couple of weeks ago where it said in the book of Hebrews that had Joshua given them rest, he wouldn't have spoken about another day. But therefore, there remains a rest for the people of God. That means peace. We have peace, but there's yet another peace we're about to attain. Sorry. You, I, I think we should
1: I, probably I, take a look at that, Brother Mike. Since sure, no go ahead. Go ahead.
0: go ahead. Go ahead.
4: Where is that, in John?
0: But is it no? I think that was Hebrews. Oh, okay. Hebrews two. No, sorry. Hebrews four. Hebrews four. Hebrews four from verse four.
4: For me,
0: so I'm going to
1: find
4: it today. Amen. 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 I've got it. Amen. Which verse?
0: From verse four. I think it goes to verse 13.
1: Amen. Amen. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief, Again, he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, as it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then he would not have spoken afterward. Sorry. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? There... There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works as God did from his. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Amen. Okay.
3: Amen.
0: So you see that, did you notice the word Today. That showed up twice? Yes. <laughs> notice that's the only place in the Bible where today is divided into two and day.
4: Interesting.
0: You notice that, right? Yes. Good. So the subject there is the day. It's not talking about today. Today is one word. They're the two words. So going two words a particular day, okay. Going towards a particular day, you will attain to something called rest, just like God Himself rested on the seventh day. That is what we call peace, right? When you say somebody's you're, you're rested, right? Remember, here you read, He said, had Jesus giving them rest then wouldn't he then would he not have spoken of another day correct yes so the subject mm. is a day a day of rest you everybody has said that term before say a day of rest the sabbath correct
1: yes yes
0: okay so the jesus being spoken about here is not jesus our savior it's joshua joshua the prophet who was the leader of the israelites after moses Okay, remember he was the one who took them into the promised land, not Moses, correct? Correct. So he's correct. saying, Paul is telling us that those who followed after the scriptures, the scriptures didn't give them rest. That's what he means there by Joshua. He's talking about the law. Okay? Talking about Moses. He said they didn't get rest, that there's still a rest for the people of God. And those other ones didn't enter in because they tried to enter in by their deeds and by their works, okay? But they didn't enter in because they didn't believe. How are we saved? Are we saved by our works? Are we saved by our belief? Mm. Very good. By our belief. By our belief. So you and I have a peace now, correct? Because we have received Jesus, correct? Yes, correct. Paul is saying here that there's yet another peace Waiting for us where, where do we see that? What verse was that in? Uh, verse 9 Verse 9, thank you There remained it, therefore a rest To the people of God Okay Then he wants us not to Lose it Like those other people lost it Through what? Unbelief Remember I yes. think we did we that's did do a teaching
1: that's verse 11 where he says that. Okay,
0: go ahead please.
1: Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief.
0: Amen. So notice he said that rest. Okay. You wouldn't if there was only one rest, you wouldn't be referring you wouldn't refer to something as that rest. Because uh, if there was just one rest, everybody would know the rest. Okay? So there's a rest, there's a peace that only Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, can take you and I into. Okay? And that is the peace you're asking for. Now, that peace is going to come to the world at some point. You don't have to pray for it. Okay? That peace is going to come to the world at some point. And I can show you in the scriptures when it's going to come. Okay? I mean, I'm not going to show you, sorry. I don't mean the day it's going to come. I'm just mean, I'm, I can show you in scriptures where the scriptures tells us how it's going to come. So, yeah, go
1: ahead. You know, I think we should read the first three verses of chapter four also because it kind of puts this sure, in context. Sure. It says, Amen. 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 Let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of, it, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, As I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, Although the works were finished from the foundation of the world.
0: Good, good. Well, I think that does basically tells you clearly he's talking to us that we have a rest, R E S T, in front of us. We already have a rest now, we already have a peace now, okay? That means we're saved. Everybody knows that. You believe in Jesus, so you have a peace. You're saved, correct? Yes. Correct. But there's something more that God has in store for you. And that that is why you're still here today, to make you worthy to be able to attain to that rest that God has. Do you remember when Peter told us that there's a salvation that is going to be revealed in the last time? Does anybody remember that scripture? It's the book of Peter somewhere. We spoke yeah, about yeah. it here before. Okay somebody find it for us, please. It says salvation. Ready to be revealed in the last time. I think it's second Peter chapter one or first Peter chapter one. It's one of those. I me.: Yeah, first Peter it's chapter one.: Peter one, verse
1: five.:
0: Yes. Why don't we just read it from verse one to five? Isabella there?
5: Yeah, I am still here.
0: Okay, can you read it for us, please?
5: I have found it.
0: Okay, first Peter chapter one.
5: Yeah, verse. One to five. One to five. Amen? Amen. 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 Simon Peter, a bond servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him, who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these, you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. But also for this very reason, Giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted.
2: Hold on, sorry,
5: sorry. She's I, Second Peter, not yes. First
0: Peter. I, <laughs> I was like, hmm. okay. I was just listening. I wasn't reading. Sorry, it's First Peter, not Second Peter. Oh. Yeah, I was. You know, I wasn't reading my Bible. I, I was just listening. It was so beautiful. I could have just know. let you go on. You know, I don't <laughs> know if you guys felt the same way. I mean, I was just like. I, Maybe we'll soon get there, but I'm enjoying this trip. We're going the wrong uh-huh. direction, but I don't care. I mean, I'm enjoying the trip. So
5: well, that was your second am looking,
1: yeah. I'm looking yeah, yeah. at you What what translation are we reading? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, no, and I think God. that was it. She no, she was probably used, uh, yeah. She wasn't used the King James, so it started. Uh, and both yeah. both chapters begin the same.
5: Hmm.
0: Yeah, both chapters begin the same. Peter, bonds, so. seven of Jesus Christ, etc.
5: Yeah, so I, I got on the wrong flight, okay. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, right. fortunately, mom was there to stop us.
5: All right, so it's first Peter, chapter one, um, verse one, one two, to five, one to five. Okay, yeah, right. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the pilgrim of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, in sanctification of the Spirit, for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace be multiplied. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. An inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith, for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Amen. 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 So
0: there's a there's a salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. Now. Is there anybody here that does not have salvation from Jesus Christ yet? Obviously, none. Every one of us has that salvation from Jesus Christ already. But here you can see the Apostle Peter saying, there's another salvation kept somewhere. Where did he say it's kept?
4: In heaven for you.
0: It's kept in heaven. Now... Did he say you would go to it Or he said it would be revealed To you
3: It will be revealed It will be revealed to you
0: Okay very good Now let's turn our Bibles To the last book of the Bible Which is the Revelation Look at chapter 21 Amen Amen let's read verse 1 and 2 Liz, you have Revelation 21? I do. Okay, can you read verse 1 and 2 for us, please?
3: Then I saw new heavens and a new earth.
0: Oh, the I'm sorry, can you hold on? Somebody just pulpit. got muted out. I don't know if they intentionally muted themselves out. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Back in here.
3: Um, the former heavens and the former earth had passed away, and the sea was no longer. I also saw a new Jerusalem, the holy city, coming down out of heaven, from God beautiful as a bride prepared to meet her husband. Okay. I heard that. No, Is that's that verse,
0: no. we only want verse 1 and 2.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Sorry. Now, he said he saw new Jerusalem coming down from God, right? Verse 2.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: yeah. yes. Out of where?
1: Heaven. Heaven. heaven, First heaven.
0: Exactly. Now we saw Peter telling us that there's a salvation kept for us in heaven that is ready to be revealed in the last time. I'm sure you know the book of Revelation is about the last time.
4: Yes. So we see that
0: Jerusalem is coming down from heaven, out from God, out of heaven,
4: right? Yes.
0: Yes. Now where is it coming down to?
4: Earth because there's no sea.
0: Okay, good. So, okay. Now, sea means what? Mom, do you know what sea means? Water. (laughs) No, I'm talking (laughs) spiritually.
4: A sea of people.
0: Exactly. Okay. All right. And there's a reason why it says there was no sea. We won't go into that now. But the key thing is let me ask you when you hear it say it saw Jerusalem coming out of heaven from God down to earth. Do you picture a city like, um, you know, spaceship city coming out of outer space and physically coming down to the earth? Is that what you picture in your mind?
4: No, I picture people. Okay, okay. So,
0: you see Jerusalem as a group of people, correct? Yes. Good. Correct and they're coming down to earth which fits what we're told that the lord himself shall come out of heaven with his people right yes good now this jerusalem what does jerusalem mean peace very good who said that K. oh of course
1: <laughs> okay. Salem, peace.
0: Okay. Jerusalem means the land of peace or the place of peace. Okay. What does shalom mean in Hebrew? Peace. Exactly. So, Jerusalem. So, we're seeing peace coming down from heaven, from God out of heaven. That connects to what Peter told you a salvation that is ready to be revealed the last time. It connects to what Paul told us first in Hebrews that there's coming a day when a rest shall come. Does it fit in now, everybody? Amen.
3: Yes. Amen.
0: So when we want to pray for the peace of the world, we need to know what we're praying for. We're praying for Jerusalem to come. So Satan is a master Is a master deceiver Nobody can withstand him Except for the grace of God He has now told all the Christians That there's a place in the Middle East Called Jerusalem That you all need to go fight for that place You all need to fight for that place And keep it and hold it So Jesus will come And just when he comes He'll have a place to hang out (laughs) (laughs) You know If you don't tell that line You're an outcast (laughs) You're an outcast. They There's have no biblical God, basis yeah. for it.
2: They have That's no biblical it. basis
0: for it. But yeah, you see clearly that Jerusalem is going to come out from God, out of heaven, and it cannot be a physical thing. It's got to be something spiritual that comes out through you and I. Amen.
4: Amen.
3: Amen.
0: I have peace in me. Kay has peace in her. Mom has peace in her. Liz has peace in her. Dad has peace in him. Abele has peace in her. But do we always have peace with one another? No. No. Exactly. And we, the people, are the city. So God is going to bring peace, not just in us, but with us and amongst us. And we will have peace one with another. Right now, we have to have long suffering for one another. Isn't that so? Isn't that what the Bible told us? Yes. yes. Uh, if we had peace with one another, would God need to tell us to have long suffering with each other? No. No. I mean, think long <laughs> suffering. I mean, even the word long suffering is so frightening. How long, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> Until I say it's enough. <laughs> <laughs> you <know>? I mean. <laughs> so obviously, God knows that amongst us, even though we have peace in us but amongst us we have war amongst each other you know why did you put on my shoe i'm gonna tell mom you know i'm gonna tell daddy but that doesn't mean we don't have peace inside of us that doesn't mean we don't love each other but there's still dissension okay that's why the apostles will write to the church in Corinth and write to the church in ephesus say. Be at peace with one another, love one another, forgive one another. Well, guess what? When Jerusalem will manifest itself here, we won't need that anymore. There won't just be peace in us. We will now be in peace. When people die, isn't that what we tell them? Rest in what? Peace. Yeah. Why? Because we know peace isn't here. Peace is still over there. But
1: yeah, well, the I time think is too- coming
0: when peace will relocate from there and come here.
1: I think if, if we read on through verse 5.
2: Sure,
0: there,
1: go ahead. Chapter 21, yeah, go ahead. Liz was reading. I don't know if she wants to continue reading. Sure, go ahead, Liz. Okay.
3: Um, chap- I think I oh, chapter- from verse 3. Chapter I hear the loud voice from the throne cry out, This is God's dwelling among them. He shall dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and he shall be their God who is always with them. He shall wipe every tear from their eyes and there shall be no more death or mourning, crying out or pain, for the former world has passed away. Number five, two? Yes. Yes. Number five is the one we want. The one who sat on the throne said to me, see, I will make all things new. And then he said, write these matters down. For the words are trustworthy and true. Amen.
1: Amen. And in verse three, it says um and i heard a great voice out of heaven saying behold the tabernacle of god is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and god himself shall be with them and be their god Amen. so they, there he's clearly saying that that tabernacle it's not a a new tabernacle ge- being built on the the temple mound in jerusalem yeah. it's in israel
0: the tabernacle yes Do we have? Uh, should we question what we've talked about so far? Is it be good to ca- kind of clarify?
3: It's clear to me. Clear right. to me.
0: I can tell you, the tourist board in Jerusalem is not gonna is not gonna like me. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So. Anyway, I'll, I'll just listen. Uh, I, I'm sure somebody has something you want to share. You want to talk about? I'll just, I'll just listen. So, go ahead.
5: I had a question about Can... Revelation four.
0: Okay. What was what was Galatians four?
5: Well, Revelations.
0: Oh, Revelations four.
5: Yeah, uh, chapter four. Okay. And that would be from. Verse
0: Four Okay, can you read it
5: yeah, so he Says, Around the throne were 24 thrones And on the throne I saw 24 elders sitting Clothed in white robes And they had crowns a gold, sorry, and they had crowns of gold on their head Yeah, and from the throne proceeded lightnings thunderings and voices, seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne, there was a sea of glass like crystal and in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion The second living creature was like a calf. The third living creature had a face like a man. And the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Amen. Okay, so... What I wanted to ask was the significance of those four living creatures: um, the lion, the calf, the one, the the one with the face like a man, and like a flying eagle. And then I also just wanted to know when it says twenty-four. I know we've talked about what numbers signify, and especially in this book of Revelations, we've come across a few numbers, what like three, um, seven, and I was just 24, you know, is there any special significance to that 24?
2: Yes.
4: Yeah. Okay. In, verse, in verse 10, they talk about the 24 elders fell down before him who sits on the throne and worships him. Yes. So there's a significance of the 24. Yes. yes.
0: Okay. Does anybody want to take a stab at the question?
4: Well, she's got
5: several questions in her question. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of questions in there. So. Um, yeah, so I think the first question would be the, what, the four li- what the four creatures stand for, the four living creatures, mm-hmm. and the second question would be the 24 elders. I, I'll take a
1: stab at the first question.
5: Okay. Right. Okay.
1: Um, the four beasts... Are talking about the four aspects of our um, of our, our our soul that we have our mind, we have our desire, we have our will, and we have our emotions.
2: Right,
1: and mm. that's what the four beasts refer to. And not only will you see the four beasts here in Revelation chapter four you'll also see them back in, um, Ezekiel.
2: In,
1: in Ezekiel. Okay. So, um, I don't so know. The
5: mind, so the mind is like the lion, and no, no we've talked about
0: no, the, no, no, the lion is the emotions.
1: Emotions, okay. Because the emotions rage. You know, when a lion roars,
0: mm-hmm.
2: we,
1: have, we have emotions, we can be angry, we can be mad, we can be sad, we can be happy. So yeah. we're constantly roaring like a lion. Yes. You know, that popular song, Hear Me Roar. Well, that's not necessarily a good thing, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: okay? Yeah, okay.
1: And um, the, the calf, um, the calf is kind of like our will. You know how a calf wants to do what they want to do. Cowboys mm-hmm. always have to rope a calf to try to pull them back in. Right. Pull them yeah. back in line. So that's and our, in, our my
4: trans, in my translation, it's an ox. And yes. in, in our vernacular today, we think people are dumb as an ox. Right. Mm. Stop stubborn as an so ox. stubborn. Yeah, yeah so, that's okay. yes. so that's our will.
5: So that's
1: our will. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm not sure. Is the the man our... Um,
0: well, remember Jesus said something about to Peter when Peter told Jesus that you will not die. J- Peter, Jesus responded to Peter and said... Get away from me, Satan. Thou desirest not the things of God, but the things of men. Now, also, man is the only creature that God created that has an unending desire, even after he has gotten more than what he needs. Isn't that so? Yeah. You know, once the lion is full and has eaten, maybe you give a lion 10 goats to eat. You can go lie down next to him He's not going to do anything to you He goes to sleep He goes to sleep He's not bothered by you You just walk right past him He just opens his eye Looks at you Says hi And goes back to sleep But a man Mm. can have a billion dollars Which he will never spend till he dies And cannot stop making more money So the Bible says The eyes are never tired of seeing Okay Okay. No, the ear is tired of hearing. Do you remember that in the book of Proverbs or Ecclesiastes? Yes. Good. Okay. So man's wants are insatiable. That's the first thing you learn in the Economics 101. They'll teach you say man's wants are insatiable. Anybody ever taken a class where they told you that?
5: Yes. So yes the I face, have.
0: so the face there is represents something in you and I call desire. Okay? For example, you remember the rich man died and went to hell and he asked Abraham to give, send Lazarus with water to put on his tongue because of the fire that was in him, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't in the flames, the flames were where in him. Okay? That's why he wanted them mm-hmm. to put water on his tongue. So our desires never quench, never ends. okay?
5: Okay.
0: All right. So the face represents your desire, and then the eagle represents your mind. Okay. Right. Now, well, if you look at yeah, if 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 you look at what Kay had mentioned when she said you could see the same thing in the book of Ezekiel, mm. well, if you look at it in the book of Ezekiel, it's the same four beasts, but two of them are slightly different. First of all, the the calf in In Revelation, in the book of Ezekiel was an ox. Mm. And the here in Revelation, what you saw was a flying eagle, I recall. Right? Yes. In the book of Ezekiel, it's not a flying eagle, it's just an eagle. Here it's called a flying eagle. Why does God change the characteristics of two of them? Because in Ezekiel, the eagle couldn't fly because it didn't have Jesus. And in Ezekiel, it was an ox because it was still stubborn. Now you have Jesus, you're no longer as stubborn as you used to be. So now you're a calf. You're still stubborn, but not as stubborn as you used to be. Now to the 24 elders, let's let the scriptures you know, answer that. If you look, turn to the Old Testament, to the book of Chronicles, and God has a sense of humor. This is going to be First Chronicles chapter 24. <laughs> nobody Versus got that. <laughs> no, nobody got that, huh? Okay.
1: 24, th- yeah, yeah I'm looking for my
0: <laughs> first Chronicles chapter
4: 24.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. I'm still getting there.
3: You're getting
1: there, too. Okay. Only problem with the big text is it takes longer to turn the pages. I'm there. Right. So
4: it. I'm
0: okay.
1: So at
4: first,
0: chroni- first Chronicles, chapter okay. 24.
3: Okay. Amen.
0: Amen. Now, why don't you read it from um, verse one? Let's take it from verse one. This will be quite a reading. Verse one to 19. Who hasn't read? Mom didn't read.
4: Yeah, but I have a different translation.
0: so. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We'll listen. I yeah, always listen when people right? are reading. I don't read when people are reading.
4: Do you, do you want chapter 24 starting at verse
0: one? Yes, ma'am. One to 19 okay
4: and it's called the division of the priest aha
0: so we're talking about the priesthood so the 24 represents the heavenly and earthly priesthood the
4: complete priesthood go ahead and i had that marked so i thought i'd mention it these were the divisions of the sons of aaron Mm -hmm. the sons of aaron this is going to sound like numbers now yes nadab Abhur, Eliezer, Ithamar, but Nadab and Abihu died before their father did, and they had no sons. So Elizar and Ithamar served as the priest. With the help of Zadok, the descendant of Elisar, and Ahimelech, a descendant of Ithamar, David separated them into divisions for their appointed order of ministering. A large number of leaders were found among Eliezer's descendants than among the Ithamars. And they were divided accordingly, 16 heads of families from Eliezer's descendants and 8 heads families from Ithamars' descendants.
0: So 16 plus 8 is how many?
5: 24.
0: Very good. 24. So that's what make sure everybody was away.
4: Well, there. We go. And I'm going to write 24 in the margin <laughs> to remind me. Um, they divided them impartial, <clears throat> impartially by drawing lots, for there were officials of the sanctuary and officials of God among the descendants of both Eliezer and Ithamar. The scribe. Shemiah, son of Nithiel, a Levite, recorded their names in the presence of the king and of the officials. Zadok, the priest, Amalek, son of Abathar, and the heads of families of the priests and of the Levites, one family being taken from Elizar and then one from Ithamar. The first lot fell to Jehoreb, the second to Jedidiah the third to Harim the fourth to Seorim. I think
0: to, I think we can skip to verse 17.
4: I we said, get the message. I said it was like numbers. <laughs> and, and those those go all the way up to uh 17. Yep. The 21st, yeah. Uh, that goes all the way to 19. Yeah, let's
0: yes. No, let's not take it from 17 because we, we can fill in the gaps.
4: Okay, the 21st to Jachin, the 22nd to Gamal, the 23rd to Deliah, and the 24th to Maziah. This was their appointed order of ministering when they entered the temple of the Lord according to the regulations prescribed for them by their forefather Aaron as the Lord, the God of Israel, had commanded him. Amen. Amen.
0: Okay. So, Abel, we can see from here that the 24 elders who Mm. sat before the Lamb in the book of Revelation, okay, were foreshadowed by the 24 priests who came before God in the temple that David had set up, the tabernacle that David had set up. For God.
5: Yeah. Correct? Correct.
0: So the 24 elders today, who do they represent? Obviously, these 24 men you and I just read about here are already dead.
2: Correct? Right.
0: So the 24 elders represents those of us, those of us who God has made priests unto him. Okay? Okay. Now, Let's if you look in the book of revelation, there's a place where it says he has made us priests and kings unto God I don't need to turn there. But if you if anybody knows where it is you can turn there and you can see that So the 24 elders represents all of us who are christians Okay, okay right. But Not just that are christians, but that actually are in service to god. So remember we talked about worship a few weeks ago Yes and we talked yeah. about how um, worship was actually sacrificial. In other words, you, it was a service. We talked about present your bodies as a living sacrifice, etc. cetera. Right. Yes. Okay. So those of us who are living a sacrificial life are among the 24 elders. Now, for you to be an elder, it means there must be a? Younger. A younger. There you go. So, the youngers are not among the priesthood. Okay? So, I'm not f- claiming I'm among the elders. Neither are you claim you're among the elders. But we're saying that from amongst us are the elders, the 24 elders that the Bible is referring to. If we are younger, you're not among the 24 elders. But you're still a Christian. Amen? Amen? Yes.
4: Amen. All right. Amen.
0: So, those of us who God has, you know, who are actually living the sacrificial life, we are the priest of God, and we offer our own lives as the sacrifice. Okay. Okay. All right. Any other questions? Anybody want to make a statement?
4: That was clear. Thank you, Brother Mike. Thank you. I think, thank you,
1: uh, Brother Mike. Can you just clarify <clears throat> yes. one more thing? That um, sure. because. Abeli asked about the significance Of the number 12 Or the number 24
0: Yes, yes 12 is the number for divine government But the 24 there represents The priesthood
2: okay. That's why we went to
0: look at First Chronicles Chapter 24 And I said, what a coincidence It happens to be in chapter 24 okay?
3: mm-hmm.
0: And um, so the 24 represents The priesthood And so priesthood just means the Christians who are living a sacrificial life. It's not 24 literal people. Okay. Okay. That's why they're called elders. Elders are those who live a sacrificial life. Remember Jesus told Peter before he left? He said, Peter, when you were young, you went wherever you wanted to, but when you shall be old, they shall take you by the hand and lead you where you don't want to go to. Do you recall that? Yes. Good. So that's, That's when Peter would become an elder. Okay? So all of us here now can live our lives how we want, or we can live our lives sacrificially. If we live our lives sacrificially, then we begin to function in the role of an elder. We become one of the 24 elders.
4: Boy, this lesson should be taught more often to new Christians because they think they give their heart to the Lord and that's it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly. yeah amen exactly and the good thing is they've gotten one salvation but there's another salvation to be revealed at the last time amen. and so we work towards it that's why it says there remains a rest for the people of
1: god and you know that's kind of where we started you know how you said we always get right back to where we started that yes. in order to get there you can't you need you need guidance and assistance the holy spirit guides us but the bible um also steers us so when we're reading that god is able to continue to lead us through what he's showing us he's showing us the way
2: Yes.
0: exactly Mm
3: amen amen amen
0: before Abele spoke, I believe somebody was about to say something. Maybe, maybe I just heard something. Well, that was good, Abele. I'm glad that you're studying those things. Now I have a question for everybody. What's the crystal? What's the crystal that Abele saw in the book of Revelation, chapter four? Billy, what chapter was that again? It was chapter 4, right?
4: It's chapter, chapter 4, five. verse 6. Okay. Yes. And, yes. and before the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. So, what
0: is the sea of glass?
5: Like crystal. Mm.
4: Well, the, the, I felt that the sea was a sea of men. Very so, good people. Uh, people. To, people, to, to people. me, the, the crystal. Uh, what what they were to do Was crystal clear to them Because of crystal sparkles Very cool.
0: good mom, is, mom, is getting, mom, you're getting better at this Every day now, <laughs> I'm just recalling what I used to do Good See, <laughs> a Sea of glass The people is the sea Like you told us earlier, Mom But now it says they're made of glass And If they're made of glass, you can see through them. What was Adam made from? Dust. Now, what do you make glass from? Sand. Sand. What's the difference?
1: One's refined.
0: Exactly. So it's man, after God has refined him and purified him with fire, they they become a people of glass. That's all that's talking about there,
5: so is it saying that
0: the sea that, of glass is people who God has refined they were originally originally earthly earthy
5: and so are they on are they now around the throne along with the twenty four elders yes twenty four priests
0: yes yes and now, don't forget the 24, priests, the 24 elders also have a soul. So the four beasts is also the 24 elders. Is that not so?
5: Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. And
0: the, the, and the 24 elders have also been purified. So they're also the sea mm. of glass. Yes. Okay. Okay. So it's just talking about the whole, that the whole body of Christ was centered around Jesus and we were worshiping him and we we're honoring him And we're telling him how great he was because of what he had done in our lives.
4: Okay. And we're talking about the throne of heaven. So it gives you a visual picture that no unclean thing is going to be there.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, you can't get rid of the unclean things. He has to cleanse you himself. Well, he's
4: done that to get you there. Yes. And Remember in the
0: book of Corinthians it says the first man was of the earth, earthy, but the second man is the Lord from heaven. Sorry, somebody was going to say something.
1: I was going to say that takes us right back to what we were talking about last week. When you pray with somebody and you lead them in the, the sinner's prayer, that yes. you release them from the power of the demons and death. Yes. And yes. you usher them into new life so that they can begin that purification
4: process. Yes. That's why you can't just leave them there floundering. You have to keep connections. Exactly. Well,
1: well, the thing is, is that. If it's somebody that you've just met, you may never see them again. They may be traveling through, but once we release them, they're going to run into another another Christian is going to see them and continue the work. I don't remember the scripture that it says that, you know, we're just we just uh, plant the seed and someone else will water it.
0: Excellent. Excellent. You remember that. God will send somebody to that person's life.
1: I mean if it's somebody that you know then you can you can do the watering but yeah. um, maybe God, God
0: will always cause the growth
4: himself
1: yes we don't have anything to do with the growth
4: well I think uh, we talked about that too uh, like bloom where you're planted
0: yes yeah, you can see all of us since we started meeting together even I can tell you I found myself a a bit more assertive spiritually, do you understand, since we started fellowship together. Because fellowship is, listen, let me tell you something. I'm ready to fellowship with a 10-year-old, if that's the only person left alive. Why? Because Jesus said, wherever two or three are gathered in my name, I am there. He said, one shall chase a thousand, two shall chase ten thousand. So when we come together like this, even though we're in different parts of the world, we don't. But our minds, we're interacting, and the Holy Spirit Himself is relating with us. We're growing spiritually and growing physically. Okay, what we're becoming on the inside, we ourselves can't even tell right now. One day we'll look back and see, whoa, how did we, come, how did I get here? The thing with God's work is it happens so slowly you don't even feel that anything is changing until one day you find yourself not being anything like what you once were a year ago and you know that that's God but fellowship with one another like like we said okay after the meeting do we call each other do we check on each other do we find out hey what's going on with this person you know or just send a text you know just checking on you those things mean so much to God forget the person no don't even worry about the person you're sending the hello to I want you to know what it actually means to God. Think about how many people today, well, I don't know about COVID now, but how many people would go to a 50,000 member church and throughout the week until next week, they wouldn't get one text from one person in that church to check on them. Think what that did to God's heart. Yeah. No, you think where God is now, he's saying, oh my God, all my churches have been closed down. Now, God is probably saying, what did I lose? <laughs> they, it's better off, they're better off at home <laughs> where, where they love each other and can actually have fellowship with one another. They were just doing their own thing in there anyway. Now, of course, there's some places God is probably really sorry they're closed down. But I can tell you, majority of the places, the boss is not even bothered. I can tell you if he was bothered, he would have done something about it. You don't mess with his church. That's an indictment on us. Mm.
1: That's an indictment on us. Um, Brother Mike, Yeah, I think we should look at First Corinthians chapter 3. You don't have to take my permission. Just tell us we will look at. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> this is God's house. This is God's house. Anybody who's got something, just go ahead. Brother Mike talks too much. So that's when it's time. Just say, uh, let's look at chapter of something.
1: Okay? First Corinthians what, Okay. First Corinthians chapter 3. Okay. All right. Verses 1 through 9. Amen. 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 I'm there.
0: Hold on. Hold on. Amen.
4: Just read Galatians.
0: First
4: First Corinthians Corinthians.
1: chapter
4: three. Right after Romans, Liz. Amen. Yay.
1: (laughs) And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are you able. For ye are yet carnal, for whereas there is amongst you envying and strife and divisions, are you not carnal and walk as men? For while one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are are you not carnal? Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers by whom you believed, even as the Lord gave to every man? I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God, ye are God's husbandry, you are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Amen. So I don't think we have to be, when we are freeing people, we have to say, you know, if a person is being really wicked, and they're really evil, and they're doing a whole lot of bad things, we need to pray with them. And we need to release them from those demons that are tormenting them. And we, don't ha- we can't stop to worry, well, you know, I don't know this person that well. I don't know their phone number. I don't know where they live. I don't know how to keep get in touch with them because we're all part of God's body. Yeah. And so we release that person. God will take care of them. He gives the increase. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: And that scripture was the one that actually talks about one person planting, and don't worry, God will find someone else to water that person. But nevertheless, God Himself is the one that will cause that person to grow.
4: I'm the one that made that comment. It was just for general reference.
0: Okay, okay. But this was Uh, good. All right if we don't have anything else to say maybe we want to pray on closing prayer unless somebody else has something you want to add
2: so i solicit your prayers i solicit your support okay i want to thank you for your time for those of you who have been faithful you know supporting this work for being involved sharing these videos okay don't be don't 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 get weary don't be weary don't get tired your strength is supposed to come brighter and brighter every day okay Keep pressing on. Share these videos with your family and friends. Start watch parties on Facebook. Go over these videos so your friends and family can discuss it. Okay? And continue to write us. Write me through Facebook. Write me through you know, the, the comment section here on YouTube. Okay? So I want to encourage you. Thank you so much for the way you've been supporting us. Thanks so much for all that you've been doing. We really appreciate it. Remember what I said if you want to continue listening to us, you can always go. Okay, to our website, you can see the online menu channels that you can get us through. Like I mentioned, Apple's iTunes, I mentioned Apple iTunes, I mentioned um, Spotify, and I think Google. You can also, you know, the other platforms also through which you can hear us through audio. Okay, I want to encourage you to subscribe to our channel and to, you know, hit the like button hit the like button, I can't say that enough. Every time you watch videos through YouTube, hit the like button. Now if you're watching through Facebook or you're watching through some someone like WhatsApp, it's not gonna show here, so you will see a like. But if you're watching through YouTube, I want to encourage you, or Facebook, wherever it is, I want to encourage you, hit that like button, okay? Hit that like button, it matters to us, okay? Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for everything that you've been doing, you know, by watching our videos.